All our lives, we're programmed from buying into other people's beliefs and limiting views of the world, and then we make them our own truths. Extraordinary Life Podcast is here to offer new perspectives that serve you and obliterate the ones that don't. Are you going to let other people's limits hold you back from your extraordinary life? Hey, Jennifer Merrifield here. Welcome back. This is episode eight of Extraordinary Life Podcast. Today, let's talk a bit about indulgence. This is relevant all year round for sure, but since we're on the cusp of the holidays, I don't know about you, but I am certainly noticing a lot more temptations. Don't get me wrong, I am not about to tell you to resist and hold back. I completely support enjoying the pleasures, tasting all the yummy smelling and yummy looking things, having a little extra here and there, you know, like, oh yes please, thank you, don't mind if I do, please pass the gravy again. However, if you do indulge, but then sometime afterward you find yourself feeling guilt or some shame bubbles up for you, then your freedom will be in acknowledging that it wasn't the food you were actually seeking pleasure from. In fact, the food was a pleasure you were hoping would relieve another pain. When we indulge with limits, it feels good. When we indulge to excess, it's more like self-soothing, but it just ends up causing us more pain because we are our worst critics, aren't we? And we tend to judge ourselves pretty harshly. And by the way, this doesn't only apply to food, it applies to any kind of pleasure. I mean, the obvious ones are alcohol, caffeine, sugar, sex, shopping, drugs, but it also applies to things like seeking external validation through gossiping about others. You know, when we point out someone else's flaws, we're indirectly pointing out our superiority or less subtly when we just simply brag about ourselves to get approval and recognition. Any of these things in excess or that result to any degree of us feeling bad about ourselves, even just a little, are more toxic than pleasurable indulgences. I shall explain. Okay, so we've talked about instant gratification a lot of times before, and it applies here too. You know when you eat too much of something, but you don't realize it was too much until after you ate it? Wait, isn't that the dictionary definition of Thanksgiving? But seriously, we do it because we're putting all of our focus on only one of our senses, which is taste in this example, and we disconnect to the others, like the sixth sense, which is common sense. Isn't it too bad that our taste buds never get full? That would be so helpful. So I personally love hosting Thanksgiving and Christmas dinner. I've done it so many times now that I know to prepare certain things days in advance because I hate being in a rush. I I love all the little things, the details that make things special and pretty, but (laughs) there always seems to be like this one part every year, it's a different time every year where I have like this moment of panic. I don't know, I don't know why. And it's, it happens when there's no need to panic, but I do. I look through the list of what has to be done and all of a sudden I have this like, there is no effing way that I'm going to get all this done and I get all spazzy for a little bit. But shortly after, when I come to my senses and I know that I'm fine, that everything's fine, <laughs> I turn around and I'm like, oh, holy shitballs, did I eat that entire pack <laughs> of after eights that were meant for the guests? I swear this happens every year. And But seriously, after eights, you know how like those wrappers fit so perfectly back in the box? That's what I do. I eat them and then I put the wrapper back in the box, mostly to be tidy. But then you get to the last one and it's like this massive shock where it's like, who ate these? You know, instantly blame someone else and you realize, I realize it was me. 
I used to actually do this with wine gums too, but anyway, to the point where I don't even buy them anymore. Okay, I digress. No matter what form of pleasure we're talking about, if we feel the regret, the guilt, the shame, or any of those self-judgments afterward, it just means that we were not feeling fulfilled about ourselves in some way. And we were looking for that self-soothing that I was talking about. So for instance, if we're stressed about something that we're not really dealing with or not knowing how to fix it, it doesn't go away by not thinking about it, does it? I mean, it lingers around in the back of our mind. We can pretend to avoid it and ignore it and not acknowledge it, but it's still there, isn't it? The next thing you know, we're being irritable or moody for no apparent reason. And then because we're not consciously registering the fact that that's what's actually going on to cause our moodiness or grumpiness, we just have this strong sense of needing something. We're not fulfilled. We see food or alcohol or something on sale and we instantly get a strong desire to have it because we know it'll offer some level of satisfaction. It's that instant gratification, right? And it often shows up with people too. You know, when you're in front of those certain people that, you know, those people that just, you get this need to justify yourself to those people, maybe a certain relative that you kind of feel insecure around or, or maybe because you feel like they judge you. And next thing you know, you're passive aggressively bragging or dissing someone else, even just slightly, but it's all for the same reason self-esteem, acknowledgement, belonging, value, notice me, appreciate me. And that all stems from the need for pleasure and relief and to feel better. The problem is when we don't truly feel good about ourselves, seldom do any of those things actually satiate us for the long term. So then we feel bad afterward and when we think about it and it perpetuates the cycle, right? Over and over and why we, why do I always do this, right? Even when we swear, we'll never do it again. The great news, we don't have to completely sacrifice pleasure in our lives because that would really suck. In fact, if we practice what I like to call conscious indulgence, then we can enjoy all the things without the guilt. Yay, right? So think quality over quantity. And here's the trick. What is one of the guilty pleasures that you'd like to remove the guilty part from? Now think in terms of conscious indulgence. Conscious being deliberate and intentional and indulgence being allowing yourself to enjoy a particular pleasure. So put it all together and just remember it's all about purposely allowing yourself to enjoy. Allow, not convince, not hide, enjoy with your head held high. When we indulge from a place of shouldn't and not supposed to, we're going to act in haste. We eat, we drink, or make decisions faster in larger quantities, almost as if to hide it from ourselves. Like, quick, do it before common sense shows up, right? We say yes to people or purchases that are more right now than actually right later. And how crappy does that feel later? If we instead deliberately allow, we've thought it through and we're willing to own our decision and any future results fully, we're going to go slower. We're going to be intentional with our decisions. We're going to enjoy so much more because there's no resistance. There's no hiding, no secrets. Think of whatever that guilty pleasure is for you. Now imagine enjoying it slowly, intentionally quality over quantity or quality over accessibility with all your senses no rush more pleasure and less guilt no shame its presence involving all the senses 
personal excellence mastery is not about denying yourself pleasure. It's about making the feel good now choices also give you feel good later results. That's great, right? So savor your indulgences without apology. And that's when you'll have no regrets. Make them as much about the experience as they are about the result. Love yourself so damn much that you only choose things that if someone asked you, how much do you like that? You'd answer, I love it. And when you find yourself experiencing that sense of needing something, you're not feeling satiated, you don't know what exactly it is that you need, go ahead and self-soothe. Self-soothing is a good thing, but be kind to yourself about it. Drop the self-criticism and judgment. Be slow and intentional with your indulgences. Enjoy them. I promise you the amount of judgment we do for ourselves is so way out of whack compared to how we see others. Self-love is the foundation to an extraordinary life. Gift yourself with that. So tis the season for yummy things and people and purchases. <laughs> now go forth and consciously indulge. I believe in you. Thanks so much for listening. Hit subscribe if you don't want to miss any episodes. I also have a weekly newsletter that you can sign up on my website. You can also come and find me on Instagram and get some more mindset tips and tools. In the meantime, this is Jennifer Merrifield, personal excellence mentor and coach, wishing you an extraordinary day.